The Christian Andriacchio case was prematurely closed by authorities, but many questions remain. Come behind the curtain and follow private investigator Sheila Waisaki as she uncovers the truth about what happened to Christian. This is Without Warning. Warning, the following episode contains elements that are graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. In the last episode, you heard from Mike, Jay, and Claudia, three private investigators who spoke with Whitley. You also got to hear that Whitley likes to talk about Christian's case and who her neighbors were. Unfortunately, Whitley has moved on from that apartment. My sense is when Dylan went to Christian's grandfather and was worried that Whitley was going to throw him under the bus, he had good instincts. So you gotta wonder, who's gonna take the fall? On this episode, you're gonna hear from three separate people who know Whitley. Looking at Christian's case, you need to go to ground zero. You need to know who the people were in Christian's life, especially leading up to his death. Dylan, we had a clear picture of how Christian felt about him through his phone and conversation with his friends. What we know, Dylan and Christian were not best friends like Dylan portrayed. The next person with Christian on the day he died was Whitley. Initially, I was told how many layers there were to Whitley and how complicated she was. I've spent hours interviewing people who have had encounters with Whitley. What I found was Whitley is not complicated. She is very simple. It is all about Whitley, period. In this episode, I will talk to Whitley's friend Jordan, a friend she lived with after Christian's death, and an ex-boyfriend. These are people that know Whitley the best. They are talking from experience and firsthand knowledge. All voluntarily spoke to me. No one was paid for talking. As always, on my interviews, the audio isn't great, but I will repeat what is being said if it's too hard to understand. If you remember, Jordan gave law enforcement Gail Mills a statement right after Christian's death. I was struck by all the information Jordan gave in a short period of time that wasn't followed up with by the Meridian Police Department. Once I heard the tape, I wanted to follow up with Jordan. Jay Marin, Mike Kenny, and I met with Jordan for hours. She wasn't in a hurry. She took time to go over the dynamics in Meridian, Whitley's family, and Christian. She had a lot of insight and a lot of information. Here is the conversation with Jordan. So why do you protect Whitley so much? Because you are... Because I know her heart, and I know... Like, she's been my best friend since elementary school, and I have done some pretty evil things myself, too. But then it's also where we come from, too. You know, like, we're raised that way. But then when we reach, you know, that point in our life where we can make the decision if we want to stay and continue, 
the madness or if we just want to leave and branch off. And that's why I think Whitley is in Key West right now. And I think that is why she moved to Alabama, too. So the way I perceive Whitley is she's really good at manipulation and having people protect her. And she doesn't have to stand up to the truth. And it's because she's so well protected. When is she going to have to grow up and and own what she did? She's really not that protected. She just has a good way of staying out of the way. Because a lot of people drag her. And a lot of people drag me for being her friend. But we have been friends since elementary school. You know, like, we have had ups and downs. But, like, you know, now we're not as close as we used to be because we just took different routes in life. So everything that I've read about her does not sound like she has a good heart. She does. She's a good person. She's done a lot for me. She's been good to me. So tell me one good thing that she's done for you personally. Uh, She's given me a place to stay anytime I needed something. She's given me $500 because I had nothing. She's given me, she's put me shopping. She's just been like a good friend, like got my back. She's never told a lie on me. She's never talked down on me. As far as I know. What what, what have you seen her do to other people? How has she been to other people? Well, without, she's the same. Like, for example, she's, look what she's she the just only did to, friend that ever, to Dallas, you know? Got well, that was, that, you know? Like, I don't know what it That was, was, like, years ago, 16, 15-year-old shit. That was, like, years ago. But after the whole Christian thing, I've never seen her do anything bad to anyone. What about stealing passports of people she was living with in Key West? She lived above the strip club, yeah, all the way the down by the, the, strip club, the, the ninety uh, miles from the other strip club. What's that one? Uh, on Olivia one? Street. No, it's on no, Duval. They all sit on the front porch. Yeah, they're right across the street from. And upstairs is an apartment. Yeah. And apparently she, was staying she lived with three up people, there. Remember? She stole passports from. Yeah, they were from. They were like foreign. Yeah. yeah. So here she did that to me, a bitch. Because she's, well, she's sadistic like that. Okay. She that is true. So I guess here's what. Um, do I, I think she's capable of killing someone? Absolutely. Do I think she's smart enough to get away with it? Absolutely. But I don't know. She I, was, I guess what she, she was trying to tell you is like just to show you how mean she is to other people, you know. Yeah. She might be good-hearted with you, but overall, she's more like... Oh, yeah, Whitley's fuck sadistic. Fuck this person, fuck this person. She's sadistic. And maybe it's a difference between, you said it was Mississippi, you know, the way y'all have been raised, but... Which is horrible. I would never raise my kids. Sounds like, though, you might be the truest thing to family that she has. Because mom doesn't sound like she treated her very well, grandma. Uh, but you've been a constant good thing. Yeah, we're her life. family for sure. But that does not dismiss the fact that she is a fucked up human being. But I am too, though. Like, we, she thinks I am, and I think she is, but we have an understanding of why. And it does have to do with our life as. Did she women. change after Christian's death? Yeah, she did. In what way? In like a earthy way, like a hippie way. Like she always been a hippie at heart, but like it turned more visual than it was mental for her. The motive. It's either the fact that he refused to do the deal. The two thousand dollars. That probably like set it off. I'm sure there's more behind it that no one knows. Like 
Christian might have been talking shit because Christian was a shit talker. That kid was a shit, and then he was about it too. So because he would fight. Not only hell yeah, and not only. And see the Andracios, they're so white they don't understand anything that's going on. Yeah. Whitley was in on the couch. She was on the couch. So she says. But she told me she was in the bed, and the bathroom was near the bed. So she lied to everybody else, but told me the truth. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Next, Mark Gillespie and I went down to Meridian for that infamous meeting with Jay Arrington. Afterwards, Mark and I followed up with somebody that Whitley spent time with right after Christian's death. She was at the house. She stayed with me for about two weeks. And like the last day she stayed with me, we got into it. A phone came up missing at at the house or whatever. And I told her to get the fuck. I said, just leave, because she was messed up. What was that? One of your phones? No, one of her phone company. Okay. Yeah, okay. a dude that was there. I don't know, her phone, I guess she misplaced it or something. Like, she, she was going crazy and cussing people. I'm like, oh, that's why you killed Christian. And she didn't deny it. And she didn't. And she just kind of looked at me like this. And like, and normally if that, that's, that's going to that's cut deep if something, if you say that to somebody. So all Whitley did was shrug her shoulders when someone accused her of killing Christian. I don't know, a normal reaction for a girlfriend who lost a loved one, the love of her life? The conversation continued, and it turned to quote-unquote gun night, the night we called 10,000 inconsistent stories. Did people really go shooting that night? Mm-hmm. What do you mean now? Oh, uh, I... I doubt it. You think that was just a cover story? To say that's how they got GSR on their hands? Definitely. What else can you tell us that's going to help solve this case? Other than whenever I told her that, whenever I told her, I said, that's why y'all killed Christian. She looked at me and said so. Or, you know what I mean? And I mean, I, I ain't really said that. I just kind of looked past that and I just went on about my life. Because I'm not trying to get involved in, you know what I mean? I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's really... I'm not trying to talk in circles or anything, but at the same time, I'm not trying to... All right, so tell me so tell me again, what did you bring up to Whitley that she said so? That's why you don't kill Christian. And what was that? What was the why? That's why. I don't know. Because she, because she was sitting there going off and, and accusing people of stealing her phone and stuff. And then I, I was like, you need to get out. She weird into it, you know what I mean? And I was like, you just need to get out. And then she's like, she said something. I said, well, that's why you kill Christian. Because you were kicking her out? No, I just, that's, that was kind of like a figure of speech. Like, that's why you kill her. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's hard to really explain. It's kind of just kind of. So like, it wasn't any specific thing? No specific it thing. Just... It was just a, like a throwing it out there. And then she just said, so I'm like, well. But she was really messed up on Xanax. Back then, I, I, I was taking Xanax a lot. I don't take them anymore, but. We was all, and she was she was messed up on Xanax real bad. That's why I said it. And she said that. 
one of us in droves talking, but uh, she said so. You know when you're sitting there talking to someone and you know they want to tell you more, but they just can't bring themselves to do it because they're scared of maybe Whitley? Yeah, Whitley killed Christian. And, and why do you say that? Because she said so whenever I told her she killed Christian. But she didn't say, I killed Christian. She said, I, I said, that's why y'all killed Christian. And she said, so, and then walked away and got... We took the conversation outside, and you can hear the crickets in the background and the night noises. It was a beautiful evening in Meridian. No one really knew. So how long after Christian was killed that she said, made that other one? 35 days. There was a similar story in Key West when a landlord was kicking Whitley out. He said that she became enraged, and he turned to her and said, are you going to kill me like you did the boy in Mississippi? At that point, she got her stuff, went out into the middle of the street, and started rocking back and forth. What the landlord noted was she never denied it. Saying so and shrugging your shoulders five days after the love of your life is dead. Think, is that the way you would react? Smoking gun? No. But we already have that. That's called forensics. And that's being ignored. I had one more question before we left. What about Jordan? What does she know? Because I know I've talked to her. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan probably knows a lot, a lot, a lot more than I do, honestly. Jordan knows a lot. Finally, this audio was from an ex-boyfriend. What struck me about the ex-boyfriend is how much he resembled Christian. He had similar features, drove the same car, and had the same job kind of creeped me out a bit. I was also struck by how personable this young man was, totally got a kick out of his candor and personality. The conversation was done in the middle of the night due to his work schedule. Bear with me on the audio. It was the only time I could speak with him and he had a lot of great information. Tell me about dating her and what your impressions were and how she was as a girlfriend. It was similar to, it, it seems like it would be pretty similar to the whole experience that Christian had, honestly. Like, at first everything was cool, you know, she was fun, she liked to hang out. I was kind of going through a little bit of a party stage and having a rough time anyway. So, you know, she seemed like convenient and fun and, you know, we'd go out party or whatever, then her partying was a little more excessive than mine. Meaning what? She was into partying like like all the time, like the whole time I'm gone. When I'm home, she wanted she would want to hang out, but I should still disappear sometimes go party on her own. She liked to experiment, not experiment, but partake in drug usage. Yeah, and I was I was pretty adamant about her not doing drugs. That never, that never seemed to matter. She wanted to do what she wanted to do. So. Did you see any like jealousy or any kind of behavior like that? Yeah, she always seemed to be 
kind of jealous and insecure, you know, about uh, always thinking I was going to leave her for another girl and, you know, stuff like that. But then, you know, later, come to find out that she was probably so insecure about those things because I'd caught her cheating. Coincidentally, with the same person she was cheating on Christian with. Yeah, like, I literally caught her cheating with Matt Miller. They both ended up admitting to it. What about her relationship with Dylan? Did you even know who Dylan was? They didn't really talk too much when we were together. It seemed like one night we ended up at Dylan's house. And I had never met Dylan or talked to him. But one night we had hung out at, their, at his house for like an hour or so. And it was uh, kind of an odd experience. As, as far was, as what? Odd how? As, well, as far as like, <laughs> it was weird. I walked in. And I walked to their house, but like, it's a weekend, probably, you know, if it's a weekend, I might be drinking beer. And I walked through his house with beer, and his mom, like, gets mad that I have a beer. But he's in there sorting pills off the counter. You know, what? You're, you're mad about me walking to your house with a beer, and your son's over here sorting pills off the counter. But it got weird whenever they, they started talking about, somehow they ended up talking about, you know, Christian. And at some point... Dylan had mentioned, made a comment about him finding Dylan, which was weird to me because Willie always told me that she found Christian. We leave, and she's like, I don't know why Dylan would say that. I found Christian. I'm like, okay, now I don't know what to believe. I mean, you know, this is before I talked to Ray, and this is before I really, like, looked into anything. So I was just kind of like, okay, whatever, just kind of brushed it off. But that was really odd. So he was living with his mom at the time then? Yeah, in Delwood. In Delwood, okay. And then what about Whitley's family? Did you have any interaction with them? She's kind of like the lone sheep of the family, or she was at one point. Like, at one point, you know, her mom didn't want her living with her. Her dad didn't want her living with her. Her grandparents didn't want her living with them. Why is that? Why do you think that is? I know at one point she had thrown a huge party at her mom's house and, her, and uh, you know, the cops came and there were drugs involved and there were some arrests made and then she was on house arrest for a while in high school. Like, she was just like a problem child. Like, she just always wanted to party. Pretty much just wild. Some of the people I've talked to, the, the girls said they are scared of her. Why do you think people are scared of her? Because you dated her. Were you ever scared of her? Uh, I wouldn't say that I was necessarily scared of her, but we had some... Yeah, I kind of, I kind of was there at the end. She did hit me in the head with a, a, a liquor bottle and black my eye once. So I had confronted her about uh, a guy that she had lied about uh, talking to. And when I did confront her, she just flew off the handle into like a, a crazy rage. Like, uh, she took my keys and ran and hit them so that I couldn't leave. When I tried to get to my keys or when I, when I was looking for them, she ended up cornering me at one point. And I was like, look, I'm just leaving. I'm leaving. This is stupid. I'm leaving. And she was like freaking out, hollering, screaming, just goes ballistic. So just like hit me in the face. Yeah, I slipped some, some water or something that spilled on the floor and fell to the ground 
Okay, now I've heard that from every ex-boyfriend that I've talked to, that she plays the victim. So did she do that with you? So did you guys ever talk about what happened that night or or that day rather, or was it kind of taboo? She never would. I had asked about it a couple times, but she would never really go into any sort of detail. Like I said, the most I heard about the actual day was when I was at Dylan's house that day, and even then their stories were conflicting. They just can't get it right, can they? It doesn't doesn't seem like it. I'm like, y'all haven't collaborated this? (laughs) Yeah, they haven't worked out those details, those nasty little details you got to remember when you're not telling the truth. The drug use. I know she did Xanax. I know she's done... Cocaine. Oh, cocaine. She's more of a she'll do whatever is in the vicinity type person. Not having a lot of information on you because you are a little surprised for me. Here's what I'm wondering, and I haven't even looked you up because I've been too busy working. So I'm assuming you're a good-looking guy with a good job and had excess money. Does that sum you up? I live comfortably. Okay, for Whitley, would she consider you somebody who made good money? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Like, I definitely made more money than, like, her family. Okay. Were you targeted by her that she was going to manipulate you for money? At first, I didn't think that. And then, like, once I started learning about, like, the whole Christian thing and what had happened and, like, the fact that, it's weird. It's weird because first of all, I work. I work. You know, I worked on a barge with a tanker, and the exact same thing Christian did. Well, it's okay. That's not that big of a coincidence. But then I'm like, okay, Christian drove a cheap. I drove a cheap. <laughs> you know, Christian was was tall and had kind of shaggy hair. I'm about six foot tall, and I at the time had medium length, shaggy, dark hair. It was. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creepy. And then she cheats with the exact same guy. Exact same guy. So she never stole from you? No, she wouldn't have a way to steal from me. But, I mean, she would. Like, the only way she ever got money out of me was she would never, like, directly ask for money. She would, uh, oh, poor me. I don't have any gas. I don't have any food. My family won't give me any money. Blah, 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 blah. 
until I was just like, okay, well, I'll give you some money. She used the same thing on uh, Christian. Yeah. So basically, it was a poor fiddle for me until I would end up getting her some money. No, the only thing that really made me question a lot of things was, uh, I forgot what had happened. Something had happened one night. She referred to it as the accident with Christian. And I was like, what do you mean an accident? Suicide's not an accident. You've always told me it was suicide. She just kind of avoided it and never, ever harped on it after that. Do you feel like she manipulated your relationship? I think it would all be manipulation. Do you think she has the ability to love a boyfriend or love someone other than herself? I don't think she has the ability to love anybody. We started to talk about culpable, and what came up was gun night. Gun night I referred to as the 10,000 inconsistent stories night. She definitely did not shoot any gun on gun night. She did not? No. How do you know that? She didn't tell me that. So I want to be clear about this. She told you she did not shoot guns on gun night. Right. We call it the 10,000 different inconsistent stories. So <laughs> that's what we refer to it. But yes. Yeah. The first I heard about her actually shooting a gun was uh, on the podcast. And I was like, believe the whole time that she didn't shoot the gun. She was just relying in the truck with him. Still, the weirdest thing to me was the coincidences between me and Christian. And the whole fact that a year and a half or so later, really and Dylan's stories build on match. These are a small sampling of audio I have on these interviews. What did I take away from the interviews? Jordan and Whitley have known each other since they were little. They were on-again, off-again friends, depending on Whitley's mood. Jordan is scared of Whitley. I believe that played out right in front of our eyes with the video Jordan posted that reminded me of a hostage reading a script. The only thing missing from that video was a newspaper to show the date. Jordan knows more. What struck me about the second conversation you heard was the person believed that Whitley killed Christian. He told us several times the story that happened five days after Christian's death. I am certain he knows more, but like so many, he is scared. Lastly, and more importantly, is the conversation with the ex-boyfriend. He was so forthcoming and explained what a roller coaster it was like to date Whitley. He confirmed the following things. Whitley's emotional state. Whitley using the victim manipulation for money, drug use, and bullying. This conversation made me the saddest for Christian. I can't imagine what he went through leading up to his death, the bullying, the manipulation, dealing with Whitley's mental state. So what about Whitley and what happens from here? What did her neighbors, the police, and her co-workers hear? A lot. So no matter what fake news is placed on some websites, you just can't get around what Whitley's friends have said. 
what was overheard from her apartment, and, of course, the science. I stand firm that Christian was murdered. In Christian's case, there are hours and hours of audio. It's hard to pull everything together for an episode each week. Culpable is going to take it from here and disclose all the information that came our way. You won't want to miss it. Stay tuned for the documentary series as well. Follow me on my YouTube channel without warning for updates. I want to personally thank the investigators that gave their time to this case. Mike Kenny, Mark Gillespie, Jay Marin, Selena Cavalla, Brandy Lord, Troy Fleming, George Jurgis, Lori Morrison, Kelly Harrelson, Claudia Veros, Jenny Moore. A very special thanks to my Patreon group who came in for a work weekend on Christian's case. I want to thank each and every Patreon member. Because of you, we are able to crowdsource justice. Christian's family gives their full permission for any and all details to be shared in hope that the truth will come out. If you know anything at all, call 1-888-599-0008 or email tips at sheilawysaki.com. If you or someone you know is dealing with suicidal ideation or is actively thinking about taking their life, please call the National Suicide Hotline at one 800 If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, join Patreon today. Without warning, executive director, executive producer, and host, Sheila Wysocki, and announcer, Tim Evans.